Yeah, so I heard right. you are uh, um, retiring this yep. summer. Yeah, June 14th. I decided to come up with a date so that, you know, well in advance, just so I would not be inclined to put it off, you know. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, and give give lots of notice. Not that not that they needed that much notice, you know, but uh, figured, hey, as long as I knew, I might as well share it. Mm -hmm. But you've been at the County Parks Department since, I believe, 1987, yep. is that correct? September of 1987 is when I started. Okay, wow. <laughs> so prior to that time, the parks, well, prior... The Parks Commission was formed in 86, um, late 86 or 87, um, and you know at that time the, the parks were managed by the Road Commission. Okay. Everything was everything was done. The Road Commission had started the park system, and uh, had you know had done a good job of, of laying out like nine parks. Um, I think the park system was a little over 400 acres. But it was a nice, nice park system. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the board of commissioners felt like, hey, roads is their number one priority. So let's form a group that can really focus on parks. Right. Yeah. So that's what they did, and uh, parks commission was formed. Um, they are organized under an act, uh, and it, there's enabling legislation at the state. Um, that uh, created them, allowed them to be created, and uh, it's really a pretty innovative system. It creates a 10-member Parks Commission. Um, five of those are general citizens. Some of the others are, you know, county commissioner representative, um, planning commission representative, road commission, um, the uh, drain commissioner, water resources commissioner. So it's it's kind of a, a neat system, it, but it ensures that the public is is well represented, and that that is that was important, you know. Yeah. Okay. And um, so yeah. Um, obviously, I'm sure a lot has changed since you first started. So I don't know if you wanted to just kind of give me an overview of maybe yeah. looking back. Obviously, there's a lot more land in the parks now. That's right. just one thing right. that I'm sure is very different, but. Right. I don't know if anything else sticks out to you. I'm sure there's... Well, um, you know, this first Parks Commission that was formed, um, they put a real high priority on high-quality maintenance and mm -hmm. operations and stuff. And I, don't, I wouldn't really blame the Road Commission, but things had really gone downhill. You know, I think there was sort of a disconnect. The Board of Commissioners funded, funded the park system through the Road Commission to begin with. And... I think the funding had gone down, and so the parks were in really pretty awful shape when when I started, and that was uh, kind of a good opportunity, you know, to yeah. make things look better. Mm -hmm. um, and so that first parks commission was really focused on that, you know, the quality of the maintenance and and stuff, and um, you know, even coined the phrase Disney-like quality was what our goal would be. So everybody knows Disney does a good job. Um, so. That was a big thing. Uh, a, a big thing was to just try to go through the park system and renovate what we had and bring it up to a higher quality standard. And we were fortunate that um, we, you know, we really hadn't applied for many grants through our for our county park system up to that point. And so uh, the state was real receptive to our grant requests, you know, because we really hadn't been very active up to that point in time. And so they were. Uh, 
you know, we were successful in just kind of working through the whole park system one by one, you know, starting, I think, with Tunnel Park and Kirk Park and getting grants to um, go through and, and renovate everything and upgrade stuff. And not, not just renovate, but provide, in some cases, new facilities and stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, that was the first goal of the Parks Commission was just to try to get things up to speed. Um, but then, you know, right, I mean, and, and right away, the commission was thinking, you know, we need to expand where possible. In fact, we did a master plan, um, went through a, like a master planning process for the whole park system real early. I think that was 1989, and identified some things. Rosie Mound came out of that planning process that we should try to get more land on Lake Michigan. It's our number one recreation resource. Um, and so we kind of, uh, sought out the opportunity to acquire Rosie Mound and, and started that process then. Um, you know, that was a pretty big deal for us. Everybody was, you know, we were small and here's two-thirds of a mile of Lake Michigan frontage. And, yeah. and uh, But we applied and we were the number one ranked project in the whole state. And, uh, and we ended up getting the grant. Then that project took kind of a turn where, um, <laughs> I don't know, I don't, you don't need to write this down, but just, you know, we were working on this whole thing with Park 12 down at Holland State Park, you know, the land that we have next to Holland State Park. Do you know it by that name? How, I don't. Historic this Ottawa Beach is what is what our park name is now, but okay. there was this long disputed thing with 58 acres that the county owned there. And um, anyways, we it was in the court's went to the Michigan Supreme Court four times, uh, you know, and the dispute did. So, um, but we, we have some key recreational land, key land on Lake Michigan, key land on Lake Makatawa, and we at that point in time thought the best avenue was to trade that, to give that to the state. So they, we had this agreement where we would trade it to the state and they would give us Rosie Mound. Like they would buy it, we wouldn't have to use a grant match. Anyways, um, that just that just sort of sat there for like ten years, and Rosie Mound just sort of sat there for ten years, and eventually we realized that we couldn't give away the we couldn't give them the the property that we had down there by Holland State Park, historic Ottawa Beach, and we started the process to do it ourselves, which we have done, and they said, all right, we'll just give you Rosie Mound. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we we're the ones that got the grant. Um, and we did put up $400,000, uh, but we would have owed a other grant match. And they just said, legislatively, they just said, that was meant to be, so we'll just yeah. give you that. So anyways, Rosie Mound was the first big goal, big, first like big new accomplishment other than going through and renovating the parks. And that was kind of empowering for the whole group, you know, because yeah. that was pretty special and still is a pretty special place. Mm -hmm. So... Um, why did you feel drawn to this job or this type of work? Um, you know, I went to Michigan State in uh, Parks and Recreation, and their focus is more natural resource-based recreation. Um, I knew I wanted to work in natural resources, but I didn't really know when I was at Michigan State exactly what to go into, and I just sort of was kind of, it's not very, not very impressive logic, but it was sort of a process of elimination where I thought, well, I'm not gonna be a forester, I'm not gonna be, you know. Sure, yeah. So I realized I liked parks and um, kind of worked at that, worked at it that way. Um, but you know, there's a lot of variety in parks. I mean, I could, you could be a, oh, yeah. somebody running um, softball leagues or you know, whatever, 
And I knew I wanted to be more in the natural resources area, and county parks are more in that area. So I made a point of getting my first job at, at, with a county park system. Mm-hmm. And that was in Saginaw County. How long were you there? Nine and a half years. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. Are you from that area? No, I'm actually from Spring Lake. Okay. And while my goal wasn't specifically to get back to Ottawa County, it was to get back to the west side of the state. And then this opportunity, you know, arose. So it was really kind of a perfect situation. What is your, uh, what has been like your main goal over the years as um, parks director for the county? Um, you You talk about this like, Natural, love for natural resources, mm-hmm. um, land preservation, I'm sure is, plays a part, um, but I don't know if you could kind of explain that. Well, I mean, my goal has been, you know, working with the Parks Commission and trying to facilitate their goals, you know, so sure. I wouldn't say it's a, so much of a personal thing, but, um, but some of it, you know, obviously your personal preferences work their way in there, um, but... Um, yeah, I would say um, certainly, you know, as we evolved, you know, and we got the park system up to speed, it was like the mid-90s, and we realized that there there was a real shortage of land in the park system. You know, we had just over 400 acres initially. Um, we added some county properties that hadn't been designated in parks, but were just some lands that the county owned. Mm-hmm. And that got us up to a little over 2,000 acres. But we realized that we really needed to have a lot more park land in the park system because we've been the fastest growing county now for quite a while. Mm -hmm. People are used to a certain quality of life. Um, In the mid-90s, it all kind of came to a head. Things were really growing fast. I mean, everybody was watching all these properties develop that they maybe thought were always would always stay undeveloped you know and they were squeezing a condo complex here and there and everybody was kind of like wow we've got to do something and it was just sort of the you know your person on the street was kind of feeling that way you know so um, that's when the idea for the parks millage came about and if you know if there's one thing that uh, you know really has allowed us to be successful with you know with the growth and improvement of the park system it's the parks millage and it really comes from citizens approving that that's been the overriding thing without that you know we wouldn't be where we are today so that was passed in the 90s the first first millage was 96 okay it's a 10-year millage and it's uh renewed you know every 10 years so it was 96 2006 and then 2016 um but uh, yeah, that's been a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And just just the fact that you have, I guess, that support uh, from the community yeah. probably speaks a lot to what you're doing too. Yeah, I mean, we're I would say we're very proud that you know the first one passed was 53 and a half percent approval, which wasn't exactly a landslide. Um, but the next one was 67 percent, and then we were at 73 percent for the last one. So. So, yeah, we're proud of the yeah. increased support over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why are just preserving land, and you already talked a lot about it, obviously, but why is that important? Why are parks important to, to have in the county? Well, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. But, uh, you know, there's um, certainly the reason that... Uh, 
you know, we want to preserve natural land for habitat for wildlife and for just preserving some of the natural character of our landscape. Um, that's that's something that our greenways sort of speak to, you know, that we're um, trying to create these greenways which uh, allow plants, animals to kind of migrate along these greenway corridors and, and, and that that's real positive. But obviously it's all about people too and, and getting people out and access to nice quality areas. Um, you know, just I don't know that we even knew all this at the beginning, but certainly the emphasis on getting you know the people's mental health and physical health is tied to exposure to nature and getting people outside and and uh, and hiking and just being out in nature is is really proven to be a very positive thing. So, I mean, I think everybody has known that on some some level, and um, now it's gotten to be a lot more of a, a big thing. But you know. Um, you know, to provide a quality living environment for people has been is something that's really important to us and just a variety of park experiences and activities to get outside, you know, places you can go cross country ski or mm -hmm. go swimming or whatever. So all those things are, are really key. Um, we uh, yeah, we've we've looked at uh, you know, trying to um, you know look at how the population's growing and realizing that you know as we grow and you can look back east to see examples of this that you know quality of life goes down as these metro areas grow up you know and and uh, if you don't if you don't act early on to preserve the lands that you need then it's it can be too late. Chicago was really smart. They set aside their forest preserves way back, you know, way back, uh, I think after the Chicago fire and all that stuff. But they, they did a great job of setting land aside. A lot of places tried to do it after the fact, and, you know, then you're tearing down houses to try to create Which green space. And, yeah. you know, you don't ever get the quality of the natural land, and, and certainly it's a lot more expensive. So um, doing that early on was a real focus of the Parks Commission. We had a lot of we had a lot of very visionary people on the Parks Commission to begin with, um, and uh, they had a real vision for trying to set aside stuff. I I was going to mention uh, a few of those folks, uh, like Jean Lau Carroll, um, is it was one one of the leading people, and I can give you the spelling of her name, but she she's the one who actually worked to um, get the Parks Commission established and and you know, pulled things away from the road commission. There was a lot of, yeah. lot of political difficulty in doing that, and, and she was the one that kind of spearheaded that, and she had a real vision for how things might grow. But we, you know, like Mark Oppenheisen was another person that we had who was on the commission for 21 years and 15 years as president, and they were all focused on land and expanding and acquiring more property. So it wasn't, certainly wasn't just me, a lot sure. of folks, yeah. Do you feel pretty happy with um, where yeah, the parks are yeah, now and yeah. like how much land you've acquired over the years or helped, a, helped lead the department acquire? Yeah, yeah, we've always kind of thought that maybe we'd shoot for like 7,000 acres was a realistic goal that we could maintain. Mm -hmm. And we're getting close to that. Yeah. Um, I think we're at 6,000, I wrote that down here somewhere. 6,726 acres currently. Um, and we've got some things in process, so 
So we're we're getting there. Oh yeah, definitely. But, but yeah, so the lands that we've preserved, I'm proud of, but also the opportunities for hiking and you know all different types of activities. Yeah, mm -hmm. kayaking, cross country skiing. I think we've we've provided a lot of quality things right close to home here. Yeah. I assume you're probably a parks user yourself. Yeah, very much so. I'm waiting for the snow to happen over here so we can, like Pigeon Creek Park is, uh, is a great cross-country cross ski destination. Have either of you guys ever skied there? It really is, a, really is a nice spot. That was something that we envisioned early on where, um, you know, we had, a lot of, we had a lot of smaller parks early on in places where you could go for like hike for a mile, mile and a half, maybe two miles. But nothing bigger than that, you know, and people wanted bigger experiences, you know, and so to start with, we said, let's create, let's expand Pigeon Creek Park right in the center of the county and provide groomed cross-country ski trails and, you know, kind of make it sort of a trail-focused park. So biking trails, hiking, cross-country ski, equestrian. So we did that, and um, it's really worked out great. It's, yeah. it's really been a, a, a great facility. Um, I need to get some water. I would say Rosie Mound has to be one of my favorites just because it, it is a very special place and it was one of the early things that we did. And yeah. um, Grand Ravines is special. Um, the Upper Makatawa Natural Area is special on a whole different level, you know, because it was one more that we kind of created the habitat there, a lot of restoration, and then we've got the trail going through it, and that's a, you know, that's a large site, 612 acres, so mm -hmm. that's special in a whole different way. So, yeah, quite a few special favorite parks. Even Pigeon Creek is one of my favorites just because I spend a lot of time out there yeah. skiing and stuff, so. Um, how do you think... Uh, the parks have changed over the years, or where do you see them kind of changing in the future, if at all? Like, as far as maybe what people want out of the park system? Well, that's a good good question. I mean, I think one of the things that we've done is, you know, amassed quite a bit of land, and, and a lot of it is undeveloped, and uh, so we have the flexibility to change and grow as people's needs change. I mean, we added our first few years ago now, but we had our first disc golf course, you know, and, and um, that kind of reflects, uh, you know, just something that maybe we wouldn't have thought of 20 years ago. Um, but, uh, you know, I, we, we want to complete our greenways, um, and, and that be the Grand River Greenway and the Makatawa Greenway in particular, where we're actively trying to purchase more land or easements and get our trail through preserve land. Um, I think that uh, in each case, both of those, you know, you can you got a series of parks um, that have a lot of value, but once they're all linked together, and uh, it, it, I think the the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. You know what I mean? It's uh, one of those things where it's it, it really it will have a lot more value overall once we can get everything linked together. So. I won't be around to see all that get completed, but we are we are well on the way in, in both cases. So mm -hmm. that's that's exciting, and I think that that's going to create a lot of different opportunities for future park users that don't exist right now. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, I was going to ask that too, if there's anything you hope to maybe achieve before um, you like officially leave in the summer or that you hope um, you see for the future when you're gone, even in terms of just like what the department should accomplish. Yeah, well, I mean, I would go back to Grand River Greenway. You know, we're currently doing fundraising and and, uh, we're at like 5.9 million trying to raise 7.2 to complete our trail and land acquisition. So we're we're doing well. That that needs three or four more years to kind of play out in terms of the actual work getting done. But I'm hoping that we can make more progress while I'm still here and getting the funds to, you know, in the bank to be able to, so we're assured we can move ahead with that. Um, maybe the same thing on the Makatawa. We haven't actually started fundraising there yet, but, um, you know, we are lining up certain easements and properties and we want to you know the vision there is to have a continuous trail that links all the way from the upper mac upper macatawa natural area which is already linked to kent county via the fred meyer kennewa trail but have that go all the way through and connect to um, windmill island and stuff already in holland and so we've got partners that are working on that certainly the outdoor discovery center some of the local units of government are involved with that. So so that's pretty exciting, and I, I, I want to make sure we can keep moving forward with that. Mm-hmm. Um, why did you decide to kind of retire this summer? I'll be 66. Okay. And, you know, you kind of realize as you get a little bit older that uh, life doesn't last forever, you know, <laughs> and seeing things happen to friends and family. So I just... You know, I just realized there's other things I want to do, too. It's, mm-hmm. This job is, I love this job, and it's been, it's meant everything to me. Yeah. But it's pretty all-consuming, you know. It's uh, hard to do it kind of part way. It's either all in or not. So mm-hmm. it's taken a lot of energy over the years, and I, you know, I still have some hobbies and things I haven't been able to pursue very much, so I want to I wanna do a few other things okay. while yeah. I'm still relatively healthy. Um, do you plan on continuing being involved in some way? Yeah, I hope to. I, I definitely want to step away for a year or so just to make sure that I'm not in the way of future leadership. So, But yeah, I hope to. I'll always be a park supporter and always hope to be involved in some level. Um, what are maybe some of your hobbies that you well, hope to do? You know, I, I like, like fly fishing and I it always the best fly fishing is in the spring and the parks work in the spring is kind of nuts so so that usually doesn't work out um i do a lot of woodworking and i haven't been able to do that much of that wood carving and uh want to do more of that um i like to garden a lot i live in the shade so it's a real challenge but um perennial gardens you know perennial gardening and um yeah just i like to hike and just explore and my i know my wife and i We'll do some traveling. She loves to travel. I like to travel. We'll do more of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So maybe we'll see you out in the park still for sure. Oh, absolutely. Like. Yeah, I definitely, <laughs> definitely uh, use them a lot now and we'll continue to, so yeah. no question about that. Um, is there any, like, maybe favorite projects looking back um, at your time working here? that really stick out to you? Obviously you know, the first one. I made a couple of notes on some things. Just You know, I was trying to get my mind around all the stuff that I might want to talk about yeah. here with you. Um, favorite projects? Well, um, 
you know, I'm really, I, I'm really proud of a lot of things that we've done. Um, we've talked about the land acquisition side of it, and um, you know, uh, certainly one of the things we've realized more and more is that being good stewards of our natural lands is it takes a lot of work. So natural resources management is a big thing, and we've got a really good program here of of fighting invasive species and and um, restoring our habitat in, in various parks. So that's something that, you know, invasive species weren't, wasn't really a thing when I first started. Yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't, you, you, knew, you knew what the phrase meant, but it really wasn't on our radar screen. Should have been because some of the invasive species were actually active way back then. We just weren't really mm-hmm. tuned into how invasive they were. But uh, that has just, you know, unfortunately just really gotten really really to be a significant situation. So if we're not actively managing our lands, we're not doing mm-hmm. we're not gonna be able to pass along healthy parks to future generations and, and we want them to be able to see our natural lands like they should be, you know, yeah. invasive free. So so that's an ongoing battle. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of our park development projects that I've felt really good about over the years. I mentioned Pigeon Creek and Rosie Mound, uh, you know, um, providing access to Lake Michigan, you know, like our Olive Shores Park isn't really a huge park, but it is a very, uh, very nice spot to access Lake Michigan. Um, You know, it's always a trick because we are trying to be good stewards of the natural land and, and, you know, how they always kind of joke that you name a subdivision after what they destroyed to to build it, you know, Uh, and and we certainly don't want to be in that uh, you know vein, so we, we want to make sure that what attracted us to create a park there is preserved for the future. So we, you know, it's a balancing act on how much access you provide, and 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 then and then you know you gotta you have to kind of balance your public access and improvements with with preserving what's special about the place, and so. That's always kind of a tricky thing. I think we've, I think we've done it pretty well. I know I've heard some people say, you know, like we ruined Rosie Mound, you know, when we, you know, hopefully not. But uh, yeah, it's it's. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm proud of the way we've we've developed our parks and 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 still making sure that we preserve what's special about them from a natural land standpoint. Is there anything else you want to highlight or add? Let me look at my notes here, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had a great park staff over the years and, and still do now, and uh, I tend to get a lot of credit for where we're at, but really our park staff is the ones that are really, you know, have really bought into what we're doing, are proud of what we're doing, and, and you know, and it really motivates them to do do a great job and provide good customer service so that's positive very cool is that we have two support groups that that help the park system uh, you know we have friends of Otto County Parks that formed back in 2005 they help promote the park system I mean that's been tremendous uh, they do a lot of different things but you know they're really big on going to fairs and things and bringing out boards and brochures and things and then our new Parks Foundation, I say new, was formed in 2016, but it's really just starting to get its legs now. Um, you know, 
I think both of those organizations are going to be big in the future of the park system. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm proud of the fact that we've gotten those started and that they're there to support the parks. Um, you know, I guess a couple other things I would just mention are, um, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job of protecting historic resources in our parks, you know, like the yeah. pump house down at Historic Ottawa Beach or the Weaver House. And um, that's something that uh, that has, I think, something that people appreciate and enjoy. And also the accessibility of our parks, you know, from a very free standpoint. Um, we've really worked hard over the years and have done a lot to to make sure that our parks are accessible for everybody. And uh, that's an ongoing job, but it's been a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's really big right now everywhere, so. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. You know, I'll give you a copy of this. Just some notes. I think we covered just about everything, but if that would be great. Could, yeah, it could just. Is there two pages there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Do you still live in Spring Lake then? No, I mean, I live in Grand Haven now, okay. but. Uh, um, yeah, I grew up in Spring Lake and went to Spring Lake High School and all that stuff. But it's been great to get back to the West Side. You know, I mean, one of the things I didn't mention, but, you know, I'm thinking about, I mentioned the millage, like what's been, what's helped us be successful, you know, the millage and the trust fund and staff and the Parks Commission. But really a, a big thing has just been the county administration, the commissioners, and you know, we've really had had good leadership in the county, and that creates an environment that allows things to happen, you know, rather than, like, there's a lot of counties that I interact with county park directors around, and, you know, there just seems to be kind of a desperate feel in some counties, you know, where they're kind of behind the eight ball, and so they're not really dreaming of a park system and making improvements, but we've been so well managed over the years and financially sound, that uh, that creates an environment where you can dream about doing things like parks, you know, because a lot of times, you know, people think parks is sort of the last thing you should afford. <laughs> Maybe, you know, let's get everything else funded, and then if we have leftover money, let's do parks. Um, we've been pretty progressive in our county and looking ahead to, to creating a nice park system, but I think some of that is because we've had such a well-run county that we're not desperate to fund a jail or, you know, fund some other things. So The I think, way you've been talking about it seems like it's definitely a priority. For the it, it is a priority, yeah. And, and the citizens made it a priority by passing the millage. Mm -hmm. But I, I think, as I say, that some of that's just possible because we have a well-run county to begin yeah. with, you know. Um, that's pretty much all the questions. Jessica, did I forget anything? That's good. <laughs> I was gonna say forget like some real basic thing, you know. I was like, what? Um, are you sixty-six right now? I'm sixty-five right now. Yeah. Okay. You know, you asked me why I was gonna retire. You know, certainly because I'm getting to be the age. But a lot of things are coming together with my daughters. Or I had my kids late in life; they're getting out of college, so I'm done paying for that. And okay. you know, yeah. just lots of things kind of happening, but. Mainly just that I'm getting up there and want to do some other things. Sure. Do you have, uh, how many children do you have? Just two. Two, two daughters, yeah. Okay. 
Just spending more time with them, probably, or just yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're on their own now. I mean, oh, one's okay. in med school yeah. and one's going to graduate and find her first job here this spring. But uh, certainly, spend more time with my wife. She'll work for another year. She works for the Land Conservancy of West Michigan. Oh, okay. so it's been kind of cool that uh, you know this Ottawa Sands project is one that we partnered with the Land Conservancy, not because she's my wife. That I mean, she's not the director, but she's she was key in this project. But because we needed a partner to buy and hold half the property right, while yeah. we pursued funding for the other, you know, for that half. And so they stepped in and did that. So it's been kind of cool that we've had a kind of a big project to work on together. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, unless there's like any other projects you want to highlight coming up on the horizon, that's uh, pretty much all the questions I had. I mean, we've kind of got projects around the county, you know, like mm -hmm. I mentioned the McIntyre Greenway and the Grand River Greenway. Oh, um, right. We, uh, you know, there's more stuff we can do on the Pigeon River in the future, okay. and we're excited about that. Um, you know, a big thing on the Grand River Greenway that is sort of a standalone project is what we call the Bend Area. We'll come up with a better name probably after I leave. <laughs> I've always been name-challenged in terms of... Uh, but that'll be a, a park over in the Jenison area on the Grand River, but with swimming beaches, swimming beach and, you know, just a, a lot of stuff. So we're excited about that. But that's, that's the idea for that started in 20, uh, 2000. Started in 2000, and uh, it's we knew it would be a long-term project, and you know it's it's taken a long time because mining was a gravel mining was occurring, and we're buying the land after it's gravel mine. But that'll be a cool project in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot a lot more to do with that. That's all I got. I think that's all I got too. <laughs>